Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. It's Ray Ann Mullins here. And today we're going to talk about something that you know you're supposed to do, but so many people have a very hard time doing it. Okay. We all know that we are supposed to drink lots of water, right? And we know that it's good for us, but do you do it? Just yesterday, I was with two of my clients and they started talking about water and both ladies admitted that they do not drink enough water. One lady said she might only drink about one bottle of water a day and it's about a 16 ounce bottle. And I got to be honest, I wanted to gasp. I was like, oh, oh no. And so you'll, you'll understand why here in a minute, why that kind of bothered me. But what is the big deal with drinking water and how much is actually necessary? So today I'm going to talk about why we need to be hydrated and why it's dangerous to get dehydrated. We will talk briefly about body water balance, and I'll give you a few strategies to up your water game. So let's just jump right in today. Why is it important to hydrate? Well, I mean, because we all hear all the time, hydrate, 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 drink your water, drink your water, drink your water. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to float away. I have so much water. Well, frankly, we need water simply to live. Water makes up about 55 to 60% of who we are, like what our body is made of. So if you're, um, let's say a 200 pound male, you're about like 120 pounds of water. And if you're a woman that weighs around 150 pounds, you're around 83 pounds of water. And guess what? Babies, because they haven't really fully grown yet and they don't have all of, you know, they're not all the way grown out. <laughs> they're about 75% of water. And did you know that bones are made up of 22% water and our brain tissue is 75% water? Oh, and guess what? Our eyes are 95% water. I just think that is so cool. So you can see that water plays a significant role in our entire body, okay? Water also has really important jobs, okay? And here are just a few. There's more than this, but I'm gonna tell you three of the jobs that it has. First, it acts as a solvent and transporter. So what that means is water dissolves like proteins and enzymes, and it moves them all around our body. And it also brings nutrients to the cells and then carries away waste from the cells. So water is like, you know, just flowing through your body, doing a lot of work. Okay. It's transporting all of those nutrients and cells. And I mean, it does, you know, all the hormones, it's really important that you have enough water in there to make sure that it's moving in the right places. 
Water also acts as a lubricant to our joints and acts as a shock absorber for our eyes and spinal cord. Okay. Also for women that are pregnant, you know, there's the amniotic fluid. Well, that is mostly water. And the reason we have that is to protect the growing fetus from bumping around. I think that's kind of cool. Also water acts as a temperature regulator. So when our body temperature goes up, we sweat. Okay. Obviously. And as the sweat evaporates, our body cools down. So that leads me to talk a little bit more about fluid um, like fluid balance in our body. Okay. So fluid balance is um, basically the relationship between what fluid is coming in and what fluid is going out. Okay. And that right there is going to determine whether you're hydrated enough or dehydrated. We get fluid, you know, or water, AKA water from the food that we eat. And of course the drinks that we drink and we lose water through sweating through the air we breathe, and we excrete it, you know, in the bathroom, going both number one and number two. When we think about the fluid coming in, we get around one liter or about four cups of water just through the food that we eat, like the food that we eat each day. Of course, that depends on what you're eating, right? Vegetables and fruits have the most water. Cooked whole grains and legumes have some water, but like high fat foods such as nuts and seeds and lard have very little to no water. So if you eat a lot of raw fruits and vegetables, you'll get more water than someone who eats mostly processed, you know, boxed kind of junky food. The rest of our fluid then, so if you're getting one liter or four cups, assuming you're eating relatively healthy, you get one liter or four cups, then we need to get the rest of our fluid um, from our drinks, okay? If we get the one liter, I'm trying to say, from food, then we need to drink more to get more. So our body is truly a miracle. It is just so amazing how it works. It will signal to you when you need more fluid in, right? So we'll get thirstier when it's warmer. We'll get thirstier if the air is drier, Um, We'll get thirstier if we've eaten something salty or if we've had alcohol. And we'll get thirsty if we've been sweating. And we will be less thirsty when it's cooler outside. Um, We'll be less thirsty if it's humid um, or if we haven't been sweating as much. So I don't know about you, but I have a much harder time getting in my water during the colder months than in the warmer months, right? But it's not really a surprise because our body doesn't really signal to us to have more. And that can be actually a big misconception, especially if you're somebody who exercises in the cold, because even though you're cold and not sweating at the same amount, you're still sweating. And so you have to still um, think about your hydration. Now, how much should you be aiming to drink daily then? Well, most adults need around three liters or 12 cups, or that's 96 ounces. Okay, so there's three measurements there for you, all the same. Three liters is 12 cups is 96 ounces. Okay, most adults need that that amount of fluid each day just as a baseline. Okay, but remember that one liter of that, assuming you're eating healthier foods, is coming from the food. So that means you have about two liters or eight cups needed to come from drinking. Okay, so, so two liters or eight cups. Okay, 64 ounces. 
Bigger people, so if you're really tall um, or if you weigh more, then you're going to need more water. And people who are sick, you know, obviously sick and they're maybe losing water through like diarrhea or vomiting, they're going to need more fluid and probably some electrolyte replacement. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. If it's warmer or drier out, you may need extra. So about two cups extra. So on a hot day, um, you know, you're probably going to feel your body's going to signal to you to be more thirsty, but you're going to need even more water. Or if you're exercising hard, you may need up to 24 cups total a day. Okay. Now, remember I said before that you, most adults need 12 cups of fluid a day. Okay. But now I'm saying if you exercise hard, you need almost double that or definitely double or maybe more than that. Okay. So I have some serious, serious sweaters in my cycle class. So I hope that they're drinking enough. There are days that um, some people will leave the cycle, the the class, and they'll be like little puddles all around their bikes. And I think to myself, I wonder how much that weighs. (laughs) Like how much are they losing through that class? All right. So now if you like math and want to calculate how much would be good for you, then you, here's the deal. You want to ingest 30 to 40 milliliters of water for every kilogram of body weight. Did you get that? (laughs) Okay. You'll need to convert your weight in pounds to kilograms first and then multiply by 30 and then 40 to get your amount in milliliters. Okay. Now, I don't love trying to figure that out in my brain, but I did write that out in the show notes so that you can like figure that out. But if you really don't want to do that, if you don't want to mess with calculations, then I would just suggest aiming to drink a minimum of two liters or eight cups a day, which is the 64 ounces, on top of the food that you're eating. Okay. And if you're exercising, add two more cups. So basically, we're looking at eight to 10 cups of water a day. Okay. Now, personally, I drink 12 cups of water almost every single day, sometimes more. And that's, so what I do is I carry around a water bottle that's 24 ounces. I have a couple of them, but my favorite one is purple and it carries 24 ounces. So I drink four of those a day. And I promise you, it's really not that hard once you get in the habit. And, and just a little bit, I'll give you some ideas on how to do that. Now let's talk about how we lose water. We lose fluid from breathing and evaporation. Okay, we lose water just by evaporating out of our skin. It's like even when we aren't sweating, it's not noticeable, but it's happening. Okay, sweating though is one of the biggest ways that we lose water, and everybody's different, but on average, we lose around 0.5 to 2 liters per hour of activity. Okay, a half a liter to two liters per hour of activity. The sweatiest exerciser on record. Okay, at the, at the time that the book was written that I got this out of, the sweatiest exerciser on record is a distance runner named Alberto Salazar, who was sweating out eight pounds of fluid per hour as he trained for the 1984 Summer Olympics. I mean, that's amazing, right? That's a lot of sweat. Um, I'm sure that they've tracked other runners since then, but I haven't, let, I wasn't able to find anything that was really exciting. So, We also lose water through excretion, okay, going to the bathroom. Did you know that we need a minimum of 400 to 500 milliliters 
Okay. That's around 13 to 16 ounces of water per day just to make our kidneys work, just so we have kidney function. Okay. If you're only having this much fluid, okay, between 13 and 16 ounces a day, your urine will become very concentrated and that will give you the risk of getting kidney stones and just other kidney problems. So please, please, please drink more water than this. So my friend, my client who was telling me she was only drinking like one water bottle a day, this scares me because this is, um, that's not enough water. So hopefully, hopefully she's getting that liter of fluid in her, in her food. Now, speaking of urine, using the color, I'm sure you've heard this before, but using the color of your urine as a guide to hydration is a really simple tool. It's a great idea. If your pee is colorless to slightly yellow, soft yellow, or even kind of a pale gold, you're totally fine. If it starts to get darker than a pale gold, it's time to get some fluids on board like right away. Okay. If your pee is looking dark gold or even a little brown, ee, that's that's not good. I'm just saying that that's kind of bad. Like hurry up. You might want to go to the, doc- the doctor. You need to really be very serious about rehydrating. Okay. This could lead to major, major problems. And by the way, like I, I'm not going to get into it too much, but if you're starting to see really dark urine and brown urine, that that might even be something more serious than just dehydration. I mean, you could be talking about like some fail, like kidney failure, um, rhabdomyolysis. Um, there could be some other serious things going on. So if you ever see that, please uh, don't ignore it. Okay. Now, what happens when you are dehydrated? Well, dehydration means there simply isn't enough water okay, in your body, and you're losing more fluid than you're taking in, okay? This is that fluid imbalance. When you are dehydrated, this doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that you're like an unhealthy person or bad, you know, it's nothing like that, but it just simply means that you really need to start drinking more water. When you start to get dehydrated, you will start to lose performance and function, okay? Just a mere 0.5% loss of body water leads to increased strain on the heart, okay? Just a 0.5%. Because remember, you're 55 to 60% of water. So if you are losing even just 0.5 of your body weight of water, you could start having like some strain on your heart. And that's pretty scary, right? Like to me right there, that's enough reason to uh, keep drinking water and make sure I get enough. A 3% loss reduces muscular endurance. Okay. Like you, I mean, you'll start noticing your workouts really struggling. You'll have a hard time getting through a workout. You might have a hard time just going upstairs, things like that. A 5% loss can lead to heat exhaustion, cramping, fatigue, and reduced mental capacity. Okay. So if you're ever around somebody like maybe, like I've seen this at at races before, like at 5Ks and 10Ks, and um, I actually saw it. Oh, I really saw it at the 29029 experience in Utah. There were people like kind of stumbling around and they they seemed kind of out of it. That is what I mean by mental capacity being reduced. Okay. And it can be hugely from uh, dehydration. And then a loss of 10% of body water, body, gosh, I can't get that out of my mouth right now. <laughs> a loss of 10% of 
okay, of your water in your body can lead to death. So that's scary. That is how important water is. And that is why it needs to be a part of your health plan. It really is important to constantly be fueling, fueling and hydrating, okay? Many people really are just walking around just slightly dehydrated, okay? And so they don't even feel that bad. They they may not even realize they're dehydrated. But if they would focus more on getting in the water that's appropriate, they could be thinking more clearly, have reduced joint pain, and could de- detox their body more appropriately, okay, naturally. Okay, so if you are feeling like that, then start looking at how much water you're you're drinking, okay? Now, let's talk about some strategies. Everyone is different and is going to need a different amount of water each day, okay? But as a guideline, most people under normal conditions, drinking two liters or eight cups of water daily along with your food intake should be enough, okay? I know I've already said that a couple times, but That is where, you know, anybody that's ever been on a diet before, which I'm sure is you because you're here listening, I'm sure somewhere at some point in your life you've heard eight cups of water a day, okay, or 64 ounces. That's that's a very good place to start. Now, athletes and recreational exercisers should pay more attention to replacing fluids lost during their workouts, okay, through respiration. So when we breathe heavier, we're losing more water. Okay. And sweating, of course. Now, especially if you're in hotter or drier climates. Okay. This means adding anywhere from two cups to 12 cups more a day. Okay. So you just have to be mindful of how much you're sweating and how you feel. If you have a hard time cooling down from a workout, let's say it takes you extra long to cool down or you're feeling kind of weird, that could be a signal that you need more water either before or during your workout. Now, you'll want to consider a sports drink if you're exercising in very hot climates or in high altitudes, or if you're doing multiple workouts a day, you know, if you're like training for something, uh, or maybe you're an endurance athlete, somebody who's like training for a marathon or doing something long, um, or if you're just an elite athlete, okay? If you're an elite athlete, please let me know. That That's fun. <laughs> just as a side note. Now, I know that during my time training for the 29029 event, I was really – in the beginning, I didn't worry about it too much. I just drank regular water. But as my workouts increased and they got like longer but also more intense, I knew I had to do something with hydration. So there were days I was working out four to eight hours in one day. And so I knew that this was a completely different world. And it was actually really fun to me because it was like a new experience. Well, um, I did definitely consume sports drinks, okay? And I found a company called Precision Hydration who helped me like calculate exactly what my needs were. So if you are somebody who's exercising a ton or if you are um, planning to or you're just not sure, like you're not feeling good after workouts, you know, that could be a a nutrition thing, but it also could be hydration. So you might want to check out Precision Hydration dot com. Um, I have no affiliation or anything from them, but I just, I enjoyed it because they give you a quiz. You take the quiz and then they recommend what products to buy. So of course they want you to buy their products, but they're, they're excellent products. So just a little side note there. 
But if you are concerned, though, about your hydration status and whether or not you require electrolytes or carbohydrates for your workouts or after, then you should definitely contact a health coach or a nutritionist to get help because, you know, this is something that you don't want to mess around with. But worst case scenario, just drink more water, okay? And if that doesn't help, um, then you can try sports drinks. Now, when determining if you are hydrated enough, remember to do the pee test, okay? Just look at your urine after you go, okay? Just take a little peek and see how dark or light it is. This is just a really super easy way to test yourself, okay? Now, um, really quick though, I want to touch on a hydration myth that has been bouncing around for years. So is it important to drink a certain temperature of water? Is cold water or room temperature water better for you? Well, I got to tell you, I fell victim to this myth years ago and I would only drink room temperature water because I heard that it absorbs better or faster, but there really is no scientific proof of this. As far as I could find, there's real, really no evidence um, that room temperature is better than cold or that cold is better than hot or that hot is better than cold. Bottom line is whatever temperature helps you drink the most water is the best for you. If you prefer drinking room temperature water, um, maybe because it just goes down easier or maybe cold water like hurts your teeth, you know, whatever, then drink room temperature water. Um, if you prefer really ice cold water, then hey, by all means, drink it. Okay. I personally prefer a cooler temperature water, but there are good reasons to drink hot water too. And that today, actually, right now, actually, I need hot water. And it has nothing to do with my um, hydration uh, or absorbing it better or anything like that. But, you know, hot water can help soothe a sore throat and get some allergens out of your throat. And that is exactly why today I've been sipping on some really hot water. But as far as hydration goes, there really is, like I said, no big evidence or anything that really is making me believe that it's better to have warm, hot, or room temperature, okay? Um, there, But I will tell you that some people claim, and you know, listening to people who have an experience is really good. Um, I've seen a lot of people claiming that drinking hot water in the morning helps them go to the bathroom. So, you know, I don't know that that's true for me, but if it may be, it may be something you want to try. So my tips for drinking more water are, are these. I've already kind of said them, but how I make sure I get in all of my water, I'm going to kind of think back, you know, what I do to give you these tips. But first thing in the morning, I recommend you just down 16 ounces, like pretty much as soon as you get up. Okay. We do get a little dehydrated overnight because you've gone, you know, anywhere from six to nine, 10 hours without having having anything to drink. And then if you didn't drink anything before bed, it could be even longer than that. So I like to just knock out 16 ounces of water first thing in the morning. You know, I feel like it's going to give you more energy because remember when you're dehydrated, you're going to be a little more sluggish. Okay. When you're dehydrated, your blood is actually a little thicker. It runs a little slower, therefore making you feel slow, sluggish, and de-energized, right? So knock out some water, 16 ounces right away. And I would even say drink it before your coffee. Okay. Um, 
I, I just think it's a great little rule for myself. And that's one thing that I recommend to all of my clients too. Um, another tip is just to carry a water bottle with you all the time. If it's in front of you, you'll be more likely to drink. Okay. Also, this is a small thing, but I recommend using like a steel bottle versus the plastic. You know, toxicity toxicity is is a real thing. And drinking out of plastic bottles, you know, there's a possibility that toxins are, you know, leaching into your water. And, you know, hey, if you're going to be drinking a lot of water, you might as well get like a bottle that you can feel safe with. I mean, just in case it's a thing. Okay. And personally, I find um, I, I find that it's important to have a water bottle that you feel comfortable with, you know, like like it needs to like feel good in your hand and you need to like the way it feels when you drink out of the top. Okay. I have some really cool looking water bottles, but I don't like how how they feel. Like I don't like a sports top, but you might. I like kind of a more wide mouth at the top. Um, and I like to be able to like hold the water bottle either from like like a handle or one that's easy to like grip. So having a water bottle that you like is actually a huge, very important tip because if you can't stand carrying a water bottle around or you don't want the one around that you have, then you're not going to use it, okay? Um, another tip would be, you know, try to drink more fresh water over flavored or seltzer type waters, okay? Good, clean water most of the time. If you want a little flavor, you can try adding in some fresh lemons and limes or orange slices. I even occasionally like to put in some cucumber and fresh mint. But I promise if you just keep drinking water, you won't need to mess with the flavor. You'll just start to crave it and you'll start to crave it plain. It's just a habit. And once you get in the habit and you start realizing how good you feel with more water, you're going to want to keep it going, just like any habit. Okay. Another tip is that I don't really want you to count your coffee or caffeinated tea as your water intake. Okay. Those are just extra. And it's possible that coffee and sodas are dehydrating you more. So be sure to only count your clean water sources. And, and actually, I would say it's okay to count unsweetened decaf tea as well as part of your water intake. But anything with um, sugar or caffeine, you know, I would not count. Okay, those are just extra fluids. And then let's see, another tip would be um, – you know, I, I recommended having 16 ounces first thing in the morning, but also having around, you know, two cups to 16 ounces with each meal instead of drinking like a soda or sweet tea or juice or milk, have just plain water with your meals. Okay. There's no extra calories. And if you're drinking water with your meal, you're going to fill up faster. So maybe you won't overeat. Okay. And then if you exercise, I've already said this too, but I just want to make sure it's really important to know that if you exercise, be sure to drink an extra eight to 16 ounces at least, okay, of water to account for your workout, at least. Maybe you need more if you sweat a ton, okay? So that's really all I have for you today. I hope that you found this a little helpful, okay? So in a nutshell, it is important to drink water. It's not a myth. It's not just another task that your health coach wants you to do, you know, it's very important. Okay. Um, it's definitely something that, you know, you, you need to do 
If you're feeling sluggish, if you have achy joints, if you feel foggy headed or have a hard time getting through a workout, you may just need more water. So chug a lug, my friends. Okay. And I will catch you next week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.